0: Hey everyone, Longacres Finance here and today I want to share with you some of the best advice that will make you a better investor. Whether you're just starting out or are a seasoned investor, it is good practice to take advice from the best investors in history. The likes of Warren Buffett, Peter Lynch, Ray Dalio and Jack Bogle to name a few, I am always paying attention to what these and other investors preach to better myself as an investor. I narrowed down their advice to 9 rules that I think will make you a better investor. Are you ready? Let's jump right in. Number 1. Time in the market is more important than timing the market. You've probably heard this term before, but let me share some statistics with you to show you that for the vast majority of investors, it proves to be accurate. In a recent study by Charles Schwab, missing the best 10 days of the market from 2001 to 2020 resulted in less than half of the total returns of staying invested. The market here is defined as the S&P 500 index. Think about how crazy this statistic is. Just 10 days led to half of the S&P's return during this 20-year period. Let's figure there are about 250 trading days in a year. This would mean in a 20-year period, there were about 5,000 trading days. And just 10 of them, or 0.2%, drove half the return. I sure wouldn't want to be sitting on the sidelines in cash, trying to time the market when any of these 10 days occurred. Missing the top 20 days resulted in almost no return at all. And missing the top 30 days would have resulted in a negative return. Are you willing to bet on you being able to successfully time these days? Peter Lynch, one of the best investors of his time, once said, Far more money has been lost by investors trying to anticipate corrections than lost in the corrections themselves. There are always some pundits that are calling for the next market crash or correction. But if you really think about it, as a long-term investor, you don't lose anything during these market downturns if you don't sell your positions. It's just an opportunity to buy more shares of quality companies for better prices. The stock market goes up over long periods of time, meaning that if you stay invested and don't try to time the market, you will experience gains. However, if you try to time the market, your odds of seeing gains are considerably lower. Here are some of the benefits of being fully invested at all times. You take full advantage of compounding interest. Compound interest is the 8th wonder of the world, as said by Albert Einstein. And the only way to take advantage of it is to be fully invested and keep reinvesting any dividends and interest you receive. Being invested all the time also ensures you won't miss the best days in the market. It also allows you to collect more dividends, as you won't miss any dividend X dates, as you could moving in and out of the market. It also makes automating your investing simpler, and can free up a lot of your time that can be otherwise spent doing things you enjoy. Number two, never compromise on business quality. This is summed up beautifully by a quote from Warren Buffett. It's far better to buy a wonderful company at a fair price than a fair company at a wonderful price. In his early days as an investor, this was not Buffett's strategy. Instead, he would follow Benjamin Graham, his mentor, and the strategy of finding cigar butts. These are companies that are trading for a bargain, but they are not necessarily the best quality companies. During his long investing career, Warren Buffett changed his investing philosophy when he realized that owning high-quality companies was far better than poorly run businesses. Another quote I like from Mr. Buffett is, Time is the friend of a wonderful business, the enemy of mediocre. A quality company will grow your investment well into the future, while buying average companies at a bargain price may offer better short term returns, it's a losing strategy in the long term. When buying individual stocks, think of it more as purchasing a piece of a business rather than just a stock. Ask yourself if you are willing to own this business forever, do you use their products or services, and do you understand how this company works? Questions like these will separate your investing decisions from merely speculating to actually investing. If you'd like to see how I find quality dividend stocks, you can check out my two monthly watch lists of high-yield and high-growth quality dividend stocks to see which metrics I look at to evaluate companies. Number three, stick to what you know. This is another lesson that Warren Buffett preaches to his shareholders. Mr. Buffett advocates that an investor should understand the business they are investing in. But his definition of understand goes beyond simply knowing what the company does or some financial metrics about them. You should be able to understand a business well enough that you can confidently forecast where they will be 10 years from now. This of course is much easier when applied to something you already know and understand. We all have fields of expertise or hobbies that allow us to have an edge on Wall Street in certain areas of the market. The key is to identify your areas of expertise and utilize them to your advantage. A simple approach to this could be to leverage what you already do for a living. Let's say you work in the semiconductor industry you should be able to better judge which are the better quality companies in the semiconductor space versus a person who has no exposure or even knowledge of the industry. Another vantage point here could be to consider the stores you shop at or restaurants you dine in to gauge how well they operate. Perhaps the store you like is always filled with customers and offers great products for great prices. This would be an indication of a good business. Of course, you should do more due diligence to make sure they are in good financial shape and have a sound management team before deciding it is a good investment but it's those experiences or personal knowledge that cannot be learned from a financial report and can give the average person an advantage while investing. A perfect example of applying this approach to investing was documented by Peter Lynch. The famous Fidelity Manager achieved a 29% annualized rate of return during his 10-plus year career, oftentimes finding his investment ideas in such fashion. Number four, ignore the noise. As Ray Dalio put it, listening to uninformed people is worse than having no answers at all. That is right on the money. There is so much news around today that it can become difficult to separate the good news from the noise. The internet is filled with articles and videos to support almost any perspective on investing. If you're looking for something specific, odds are you will find it. So how do you ignore the noise? An easy option is that if you practice long-term investing, you shouldn't even be looking at your investment or news about your investments on a daily basis. But if you like to read the news, use credible sources and take all opinions you read with a grain of salt. Make your investing decisions based on your own research, rather than someone else's point of view. Most financial news is rather boring, so oftentimes news outlets will try to artificially spice things up with clever headlines. Take that into consideration, and expect that 99% of what you read and hear shouldn't affect your investing decisions. Number 5. Be patient The stock market is a device to transfer money from the impatient to the patient, are the words of Warren Buffett. One of the best qualities you can develop as an investor is patience. Learn to give your investments time to yield results, and to wait for the right time and opportunity to move into certain positions. The more moves you make as an investor, the higher the odds are that you will make more bad decisions. You don't make money when you buy stocks, and you don't make money when you sell stocks. You make money by waiting. Think about that for a second. It's not when you buy or sell a stock that you make money. It's the waiting period in between, which leads to the point that being patient is a crucial part of investing, this may go against the instant gratification many of us are accustomed to today. Most new investors want to become very rich very quickly and have a lot of optimism in their ability to pick the right stocks. And who doesn't want to get rich very quickly? But the truth is that for the vast majority of us, the best way to wealth is slow and long. Patience will lead to great wealth, so learn it early and practice it often. Number 6. Diversify While the famous investors I have quoted here are not all known to practice diversification, It is a very encouraged practice for the average investor to protect downside risk. And while diversification is an encouraged practice, you don't want to be over-diversified. Investing in 20 to 30 stocks should be enough for the average investor. The main benefit of diversification is that it lowers your risk, but it can also hamper your returns. Investing in only a few stocks that offer great returns would obviously be a better approach. But with only a few stocks, you take the risk that if one or two of those stocks offer poor returns... It can lead to significant underperformance against the broad market. A portfolio of 20 to 30 stocks would greatly minimize the downside exposure from picking one or two bad companies. A strategy that more seasoned investors sometimes utilize is to have 20 to 30 stocks in their portfolio, but allocate a higher percentage of the portfolio to stocks they have more confidence in. In the end, you need to decide the right number of stocks for you, but placing all of your eggs in one basket is usually not the best approach. Number seven, invest in index funds. Picking individual stocks may not be ideal for everyone. It involves more work on your part and carries more emotional attachment to your decisions. If you don't already know, there is no room for emotions when it comes to investing. For those that are not confident in selecting individual stocks, indexing is an ideal option. Many individuals have built great wealth with indexing strategies. Jack Boyle, the founder of Vanguard, was a big advocate for index funds. He once said, don't look for the needle in the haystack, just buy the haystack. It is extremely difficult to outperform index funds. Most individual investors fail to do so over longer periods of time. When it comes to investing in index funds, you want to pay attention to these three factors. Your investing time frame. How old are you now? When will you rely on the money you are investing? And how much money will you need? Answers to these questions will help you with factor number two, which is picking the right asset allocation. If you are younger and your time frame is long, or perhaps you're older but won't need to rely on your investments for a longer period of time, You can safely take more risk and allocate more of your portfolio to return-seeking asset classes like equities. But if you are near retirement or rely on your investments soon, then capital preservation may trump portfolio returns. An old-school rule of thumb, and a simple one at that, was to subtract your current age from 100 and set the result as your allocation to equities with the remainder allocated to bonds. Nowadays, there is also another option in the form of a target date fund that will handle the asset allocation for you. All you need to do is determine the approximate year you would like to retire and pick the corresponding fund. And finally, factor number three is to pay attention to the cost of the funds you invest in. You want to pick low-cost funds, but also make sure they are offering above-average results against their benchmark and comparable funds. Vanguard offers many low-cost, quality funds to invest in and tools to help you plan your portfolio. It's a good place to get started with lots of helpful information to guide you in the process. Number eight, invest in yourself there is no better investment than to invest in yourself. This can range from reading books to build your knowledge or going to college to improve your status in life. Knowledge is power, and the more you learn, the higher the chances are it will lead to improving your life and the lives of your loved ones. And this spills over into investing. An educated and informed investor can make better financial decisions that can lead to considerably more wealth in the future. Personally, I really enjoyed reading The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham and One Up on Wall Street by Peter Lynch. I also frequently read Warren Buffett's letters to shareholders. The fact that you are watching this video and have gotten to this point implies that you are willing to learn. There are plenty of great videos of interviews with great investors on YouTube, and I would encourage you to watch them and think about the principles or ideas they discuss. Then try to apply those principles or ideas to your own life. You'd be surprised how often your learned knowledge applies to situations you will be faced with. And finally, number 9, learn to live below your means. This may seem off-topic, since these are 9 rules to make you a better investor. But guess what? It takes money to make money. And the first step to having money is learning how not to spend it. Or at least not to spend more than you have. Investing is a long journey, but it also requires you to add money into the machine for there to be a positive result at the end. Don't worry if you don't have a lot of free cash today. You can start investing with very little today through Robinhood or M1 Finance, and even most of the large brokerages offer fractional shares too. Start with what you have since time in the market really matters, and then focus on your personal budget, figure out how to separate your wants from your needs, and find ways to save more of your hard earned money. Pay off your debts and invest along the way. If you stay motivated and learn to adopt good financial decisions in your life, your financial situation will improve. There you have it, 9 rules to make you a better investor. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.